from Pandora. Welcome to a Vault Hunter's Guide to the Borderlands episode three. The best bod the best Borderlands podcast on the Echo Net. Those are some Drew. Those are some words for you. I'm Jeff. It's all uphill from here because we can't start any worse than that. Um. So yeah, we're uh. This week, we are, again, taking a look at the news. Then we're going to get into our second part of our Borderlands 1 uh, character, <clears throat> excuse me, character builds, and uh, and then wrap it all up with Going, Going, Gun again. Yeah, absolutely. So we're looking forward to it. So as always, uh, get a little chit-chat going on here. So uh, how has your last two weeks in, uh, in the Borderlands been? Oh, by the way, uh, real quick, before we start that, it's Memorial Day, um, so, uh, you know, just happy Memorial Day weekend to everyone. Uh, that being said, uh, you know, don't forget what this weekend means and everything like that. So, you know, just kind of take some take some time to reflect on uh, America as a country. And uh, yeah, you know, yeah, what it means. absolutely. So. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, to those who have, you know, to those who, uh, you know, gave everything, we, you know, we appreciate their sacrifice so that we could live in a free and uh, great country. So, uh, anyway, uh, again, uh, how has your last two weeks in the Borderlands been? Um, good, good. I've been kind of bouncing back and forth between Borderlands 1 and 2. Um, I was playing along with uh, the kids in our co-op in Borderlands 1 playthrough. So that's really, really fun. Nice. It's, it's really, it's, man, teaching kids how to play Borderlands <laughs> is difficult. I'm, it's not easy. I bet. So like, I'm not even like the, the, the violence and stuff doesn't bother me. It's just because it's, that's not a big deal. It's just the mechanics and stuff. Yeah. And like, they're like, how do I run again? You know, <laughs> and I'm like, oh God, you know, <laughs> and, uh. A, l- a little bit, and, of a- and it confuses the it confuses the crap out of them when they're yeah. like, "All right, how do I switch to that gun?" And I'm like, "Well, you can use the D pad or you can use triangle, you know." <laughs> but <and> which one? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So then they'll do one, so that like if they, let's say the weapons assigned to their like D pad left thing, yeah, you know, they'll hit like D pad down and be like, "I don't see it," and then hit triangle and it just and scroll through it and it's it's it can be frustrating, but. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Someday they'll be better than me and that'll be good. But anyway, so that's, so that's Borderlands one and then Borderlands two, just, uh, continuing on with my Axton build. I've, I've almost got, I'm almost at the, uh, at a level where I can, uh, get a, uh, a capstone in his skill tree. And then, so what I'm doing is I'm working down the middle tree right now, which is his, like his gun and, and grenade kind of, kind of tree. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's kind of where I'm where I'm starting at, but I'm actually going to once I'm able to pretty much completely respec into the gorilla tree so that way I can uh, get the capstone of uh, double up and get the uh, saber turret that has uh, two guns and fires slag because that's really re- I feel like that's really, really crucial to uh, true vault hunter Axton. Yeah. And I suppose with because um, if you're getting close to a capstone, then you must also you must also probably be getting close to the end of first playthrough or towards the beginning of second playthrough. Then one of those two. Yeah, I'm getting towards the end of uh, first playthrough. So uh, what did I just do? I just. Um, 
I just got through Sawtooth Cauldron and all that crap. And, um, oh, and I, w- I got to the Arid Nexus and have started farming, um, what's his name? Hunter Hellquist. Yeah. Because yeah. I want to get a, because uh, I want to get a. Get a bee. Um, a get a bee. Yeah. yeah. I want to get a bee. But first I'm, I'm just going to kind of farm the bunker a little bit more until I get to the point to where I can put, uh, get that capstone in and then I can just run into Hunter and drop a turret on him and, <laughs> and light him up. Nice. So I like it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. could you imagine that like in real life, like somebody just like somebody just some you're, so you're working at your job as a disc jockey, like you do. And then you just, <laughs> and then all of a sudden just like some soldier dude runs in and he's already got guns and stuff. So you're already like really nervous. And then he just throws out this box that turns into a turret. You're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> ah! Uh, <laughs> yeah, that'd be uh, that'd be a little disconcerting, but um, what are you gonna do? So for, for he's the, an asshole and he does and he deserves it. That's so. fair. So for the record, I want to point out something. So Drew was talking about uh, teaching, uh, teaching uh, you know his kids how to play Borderlands and showing them and everything. I just want to let you know how crazy this man is because he's doing probably two of the most difficult things right now. He's teaching them how to play like a role-playing-esque sort of game. I mean, there's lots of role-playing elements in the Borderlands series. And he's also teaching them how to play Magic the Gathering, <laughs> like, at the same time. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So there's that. Um, both. It's, you know, I just, I don't want to wait anymore. I don't want to <laughs> wait until I, like, think they're capable. Like, we'll just throw them into the deep end now, and by the time they get out of the pool, they'll be better swimmers than I. So I feel like that's the plan. I feel like that's the situation. Like it's one of those things, like you said, talking about throwing them in the deep end, you know, I feel like it's one of those things where you're showing them how to play. And, and I'm glad that borderlands doesn't have much more of a PVP element or anything like that. Cause, but you know, I just think it's kind of funny because, um, I don't know. It just seems funny. Cause it's like, Oh, you know, dad, you're always beating me. And it's like, yeah, well, how about you get better scrub? Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Right. Right. Which is what I, which is what happens when we play magic, you know, yeah. we'll play like, we'll play, um, we'll play commander. We'll do it. Uh, Oh, what is the, what's that version of, of commander where you're doing like two on one. Oh, um, like, uh, Oh, uh, arch enemy. Arch enemy. Yeah. It's the color arch enemy. So like it's both of them working to get together to defeat me and they still, Still can't do it, but I mean that's a more fair fight than anything else. But anyways, this is not a this is not a Magic the Gathering podcast. <laughs> this is a Borderlands podcast. Jeff, what have you been doing in the Borderlands past two weeks? Uh, I'm still working on. It's kind of funny because I'm actually doing sniper builds with both uh, Maya and with Lilith in in oh fun in, you know one and two respectively. And um, I don't know. It's just so much fun, you know, especially because um, I initially started out playing Maya back when I first started uh playing the or back when i first started playing borderlands like just shortly after it released and um you know i never thought to do a sniper build um with uh with lilith at all you know and it's but it's it's been super super fun and just some of the stuff you can do and obviously if you listen to my last episode about doing it and everything it's it's just really satisfying to be able to do so much damage and everything like that um you know, and then and then the same thing with Maya and Borderlands too. It's the same kind of thing. Uh, you know, we'll 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 get there. We'll get to that point where we do those guides also. Um, but it is, you know, it's just so much fun to be able to do uh, to be able to do these things and 
Um, so yeah, I'm working on that. I'm also, uh, if, I, if I do get a little bit bored with something, I usually go back to farming. I'm doing some farming in Murderlin's Temple in the Tiny Tina DLC with uh, Krieg mm. that I have. Yep. Um, you know, I, it depends on how I want to go. Sometimes I spec them for explosive or hellfire or melee, depending on what I'm looking for. But the main thing is I'm just, I'm going to the end because I want to be able to get the, uh, I want to be able to get the ogre to drop from that. Cause I think it'd be good for him. And, you know, people debated this said it's, it's okay for him or it's not or whatever, but I, you know, I just have never gotten one. It's one of the few guns in the game that I have never actually gotten one way or the other. So I'd like to sure. actually, I'd like to actually go ahead and get that. So, um, like even, you know, even like a Cobra, which you have a small chance to get, I've got one of those and stuff like that in Borderlands. Oh, no kidding. But no ogre. Huh? No ogre. Yeah. It just hasn't happened, you know? So, but, uh, hmm. but yeah, I've been doing, you know, uh, in Borderlands too, I've been doing a lot of melee builds as well. Doing melee Krieg, obviously, but then I've been having a lot of fun with melee zero as well and doing stuff like that. So, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, but yeah, you know, it's been, it's been good times. So nice, nice. Yeah. So that being said, let's go ahead and kick it off. We'll go ahead and get into, into the news. Um, a little bit light on news today, but we'll go ahead and get into it. So, um, yeah, yeah, we'll uh, we'll at least go into what we've got right now. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll have a little bit more uh, the next episode. But uh, that's all right, whatever. So, uh, first things first, Jeff, you actually brought this to my attention because I didn't know. Uh, Borderlands is going to be or Gearbox is going to be making an appearance at E three twenty nineteen. They're going to be talking about Borderlands three, uh, and there, most importantly to me, we're going to be finding out. Uh, we're going to be seeing more gameplay footage about the remaining Vault Hunters, that being Moe's and Flack. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in a tweet that Randy Pitchford put out on May 24th, um, he said as much. Um, there was a little bit of contention about what he actually meant uh, with this. Um, what? No way. I know. He's being all vague and stuff? <laughs> I know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so uh, Randy Pitchford said uh, in this tweet, um, he said, Borderlands fans have a lot to look forward to at E3. We'll be showing new gameplay, a new Vault Hunter, and a new planet. Attendees will also have a chance to play Borderlands 3 at the 2K booth. We may even have a surprise or two up our sleeves. Excited. So Magic trick, ma maybe? Magic Ooh. trick? <laughs> magic. So um, One can only hope. Right. So I'm assuming that's what he was alluding to by him using the wording. Uh, a surprise or two up our sleeves is that he's right. That's what I'm saying. Like that's so it's so on, which is so Randy. Yeah. Cause it's like, he's like, it's like, this will be totally subtle. And we're like, God damn it. You know exactly what you're up to. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, it's totally on brand for, for Randy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so. it's totally on brand for him. So uh, there was a little bit of contention about, um, you know, what he said. Some people, you know, he said new gameplay, he said a new planet. So, all right, you know, that kind of stuff. But, you know, some people were taking the thing about a new Vault Hunter a little bit differently. Some people were saying if he meant to say specifically a new Vault Hunter, like a fifth one or a sixth one or whatever. I mean, I guess technically a fifth one since, you know, we, we know of the four right now. And then, um, you know, and then uh, other people were saying, no, he just means one that we haven't seen gameplay footage of yet, which is... I don't know, me personally, that's more the direction I'm leaning towards it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I understand they're like, oh, a new Vault Hunter. Be like, no, cool you jets. That's not what he meant. We've seen, I mean, 
I guess in theory there's a possibility, but it's just super unlikely considering the game's not considering even out yet. how. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like we're we're this far into into you know the reveal and everything like that, and it would be it's it's too far. Like we've known about the game for too long for them to say that another one is coming in the base game and it's too soon to say that they're coming out with DLC stuff already. You yeah. Know what I mean, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I think that once we get closer, I mean, maybe at E3 2019, maybe they'll announce something. Cause a lot of, a lot of game companies have been doing, you know, like quote unquote, what they call like roadmaps recently of how they plan stuff out. It's like, all right, you know, here's the release date of the game. You know, three months later, we'll do um, three months later, we'll do a DLC that include a new area and a new character. And then three months after that, we'll do a new character and then, you know, like that kind of stuff. So maybe we'll see something like that. But I still I agree. I feel like it's way too early for them to even get into that kind of stuff right now. So um, at this I'm fine with because I really don't want them to start like I mean, I get that they're probably working on on DLCs and stuff right now because it would, it would be ridiculous not to. Yeah. But I really just want them to f- kind of focus on, on, you know, getting all the wrinkles out and hammering out all the, all the details and getting, getting Borderlands three as, as perfect as they can before the 13th of September, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I totally agree. And, you know, obviously I've been, I've been waiting for Borderlands three. I mean, we both have for, for years now, for years and years. And, at this point, I'm okay with, you know, I'm okay if we just have, like, base game because we've been waiting for this this long. And, and like you said, I want them to iron all the wrinkles out and everything because in the words of uh, the immortal uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, um, you know, saying that a rushed game uh, is bad forever, but a delayed game will be good eventually. You know? And, yes. And while this yep. hasn't been delayed or anything like that, if all they're doing right now is finishing up what they're working on for the base game, I'm totally cool with that because I want this game to be as perfect as it can be when it comes out. Obviously, you're going to have day one patches and everything like that because that's just the state that we're in for video games. But, you know, as long as everything works and I can load in and I can play the game and everything works just fine with whatever I'm trying to do on that day, then I'm good. Yep. Yep. I couldn't agree more. All right, cool. Uh, so that's uh, the news about Borderlands and 2K at uh, and Gearbox at E3. Uh, moving on to, I don't want to say, I don't want to say it's uplifting news. This this is but this is bittersweet is how. Yes, there you go. That's that's a, that's an that. accurate way to put it. Um, it's uh, it's been released. The info has been released that a terminally ill. Uh, fan of the Borderlands series will get to play Borderlands three early. I think right there in that, you know, in that headline, in that descriptor there, you can understand why this is a, this is a bittersweet thing. Uh, unfortunately, there is a, a Borderlands fan uh, named Trevor Eastman. Uh, he announced back in April um, that he, uh, he'd been saying that last June he was diagnosed with stage four, esophageal stomach and liver cancers and doctors told him that he had a year to live. Uh, he wasn't sure if he'd be able to play borderlands three. Um, and, uh, it's, and so he posted on Reddit, uh, the guys on Reddit were cool and, you know, said, Hey, you should reach out to gearbox and see what they see what they say. 
And luckily enough for him, uh, says that uh, they got in touch with him and he will be able to play it uh, before its release in September. Uh, the Reddit community has sworn him to secrecy. He swear he's uh, Trevor says uh, he's promised he'll definitely not spill any secrets, any spoilers, anything like that. Um, yeah. So I mean, that's just that's just a cool move by by Gearbox. Um, yeah. There's no other way to put it though. It sucks. It really sucks that uh, we're going to be losing. You know that it seems inevitable that at some point we're going to be losing a, uh, a huge super fan of the Borderlands series. But uh, congrats to Trevor for uh, being able to to play the game early, and uh, and I really hope it lives up to to his expectations. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you never want. I mean, obviously, you know, uh, there are a lot of us that would give a lot to go ahead and play this game, you know, today or you know, very soon. Um, but, um, but you know, uh, you you never you never want something like that to happen. Um, so, you know. Um, you know, we've had a similar situation to this in the past in which um, those people that, you know, are, are familiar with Borderlands 2 know that this is a very similar situation that happened uh, with Michael Mamoril, who is also an NPC in Borderlands 2. Um, he was a very, very big fan of uh, Borderlands 1 and uh, was unable to make it to the release of Borderlands 2, which is highly unfortunate. And so they decided to go ahead and put him in as a... Um, as an NPC into the game. And it's a very, it's a very small detail, but it's, um, you know, it says a lot about uh, the Borderlands community, about Gearbox. Uh, you know, this situation obviously says a lot about 2K and things like that. And um, I like that the way they did that for, for Michael in the past and being able to, you know, have him be a vault hunter in the game as well. And also him sharing weapons with you and stuff like that is, is a really cool thing for him to do. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty neat. I mean, he's, he's the only one that I can think of that's, you know, another vault hunter. That's not, a, that's not a playable character, mm -hmm. you know? Yep. And like, but you don't like compete with him or anything like that. It's just, you know, he's like, Hey, me too. You know? And yeah, let me help you out a little bit. It's wicked. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So, um, you know, so, um, you know, to the to the community that helped uh, that helped Trevor out, uh, you guys are are awesome, and that's part of the reason why why Drew and I love being part of this community. You know, we may we may have disagreements about you know writing and things like that, and you know different character builds and stuff like that sometimes. But I feel that this is still one of the one of the best gaming communities out there, if not the best. And uh, so, um, you know, Trevor, we just you know uh, sending all of our thoughts and prayers out there to you, bud, and really enjoy every, every ounce that you can get out of the gameplay when you can, uh, when you can get it. And, um, you know, just keep on, just keep on doing your thing, man. And, you know, we're, we're appreciative to have you as part of, you know, the vault hunting community. So yeah, man, absolutely. All right. All right. Uh, that wraps up the news for this week. Let's go ahead and get into our main topic, which is our continuation of our series of the Borderlands one, uh, character, um, character overviews and character builds. Uh, this week I'm going to be covering Mordecai and Jeff's going to be covering brick. Um, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Since uh, I started off first last time. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so brick in the opening cutscene, it says, uh, I don't know. I, I think it's kind of funny and I hope this trend continues. Um, cause uh, Brick kind of started this trend of there being like one kind of weird off the wall character in the series and, you know, in each game. And what I mean by that is um, when it says Brick, it says, you know, because obviously you go through 
Lilith as the siren, you know, and um, Roland as the soldier and everything like that. And then it gets to Brick and it says Brick as himself, <laughs> you know? Right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I see what you're saying. Like continuing that, continuing that in Borderlands 3 would be sweet because in Borderlands 2, you've got and zero as a number. Yeah. And in, you know? and in the pre-sequel, if I remember right. Uh, and yes, we, yeah, I know it's a meme no, no, at this no. point, guys. We we don't know much about the pre-sequel, but I'm pretty sure if if I remember right, I, I'm pretty sure it's claptrap claptrap as a mistake. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that sounds that sounds right. Anyway, that sounds right. Um, but yeah, so um, you know, so Brick's main thing uh, is, or his action skill is berserk. During berserk, uh, Brick puts away his weapons, which is very weird for <laughs> for, for Borderlands, uh, and instead punches his enemies to death using his secret punch you in the face until you die fighting style. <laughs> so hell yeah. Um, he uses his right hand to deal quick jabs and his left hand to do more powerful uppercuts that take longer to use, but do about three times the damage of the jabs. So, um, the time Wait, is that true? Yeah, it's accurate. I didn't know any of that because every time <laughs> I play this brick, it's just bah, 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 just triggers <laughs> fast as possible. Yep. We doing some punches. Mr. Punchy Man, let's do this. So that's because, uh, I'm a great segue, by the way. (laughs) Ooh, nice. uh, The time it takes to throw three jabs is roughly, uh, depending on how quickly you can do it, is roughly the same amount of time it takes to throw one uppercut. So it's, it's, it's pretty close. So, um, so allow, it does allow for nice variation depending on the situation though. So. A lot of the times if I'm running towards someone, like if someone's a little bit further away or something like that, I kind of charge up the uppercut a little bit beforehand and just bam, just like right in the face, you know? <laughs> um, I, nice. So like I usually start with an uppercut and then uh, if they don't go down, then I start jabbing them again from that point. Or if it's a lot of lower level enemies that you can take out with a single jab, then, you know, jab, move on, jab, move on, jab, move on, that kind of thing. So uh, again, kind of situational. Sure. Um, so, uh, Brick does also take far less damage. He's got a lot of damage reduction during this time. So because of that skill, that's where we're going to focus on first is his melee build. So, uh, just about doing all, all the punchies. He's a, he's a punchy man. <laughs> mm-hmm. So not one punch man, not one punch man, Mo- he's multiple punch dude, multiple, multiple punch man <laughs> so anyway um so i usually like to start out by going into his iron fist um skill uh it's a tier one talent in the brawler tree which is over to the far left uh each point invested in this increases his melee damage uh just a slight amount so um starting out at six percent and it does it six percent for every level so you get up uh, so you put five points into it. So by the time you're level 10, it's an initial 30% damage. Um, so it does this for all melee strikes, uh, which I do really like about um, this skill. So it does it. Uh, and, and this is going to coincide for most of the skills in here, but it does it for um, melee strikes uh, when you're in Berserk and when you're not in Berserk. So even when you're out of it, you know, when you see him like swing the big old lead pipe that he likes to swing around, um, it does that as well. So, uh, unfortunately, uh, there are, uh, no buffs from any class mods, uh, in this. Um, so that is kind of the one drawback to it, but I feel like it's super helpful. (laughs) Sorry. 
Drew's writing stuff on my on my on my Google Doc while I'm trying to do stuff. <laughs> you jerk. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I, That's I, really weird that like considering that melee is like such a massive, just a massive part of bricks. I mean, like his character and his play style, like that's just what he does. It's so weird that there's nothing that increases. There's no class mods that increase that. Yeah, it is kind of weird. Um, you know, I, I still use it. And other people say, well, if you're not going to, if you're not getting any buffs from class mods, why would you use it? Because having that melee damage, uh, beforehand that little bit of buff beforehand uh will help you get to some of your kill skills that will help you deal with melee damage better later so you know you're not you haven't killed anyone in a while so you have no skill uh kill skills up at the moment and everything like that so you just decide to go ahead and, and put points into this now you're doing that 30 percent damage if you get a melee weapon now you're doing you know quite a bit more as well so so it just seems to help especially in the earlier parts of the game personally I see. So peeking ahead in the show notes a little bit, I'm not going to divulge any any spoiler things to what you're doing here or anything. But I see there is there are ones that increase melee damage, but not but don't put more points into the Iron Fist skill. Correct. Yep. Correct. Okay. I see. Yeah. So. So, yeah, it's kind of weird, but, you know, that's how it works. Um, So going along with that, again, like I said, this helps get you to some of your other skills when you don't have any kill skills or anything. So next we go into heavy handed, which is a tier two talent in in that same tree. Um, It greatly increases his melee damage uh, after he has already defeated an enemy, after he's already killed an enemy. So um, so we're talking about, you know, a potential of 30 percent from the previous skill from Iron Fist with this one uh, from the base amount. If you uh, if you spec into it five times, you're talking about an extra 60 percent damage with a total of 108% damage uh, up there. Holy crap. Yeah, <laughs> 108% damage if you've got uh, full points and the right uh, class mod uh, in there as well. So it is just ridiculous. So so this is really where that damage comes through. So, so now you're stacking the Iron Fist damage on top of the heavy-handed damage, and so you're getting just like a ridiculous amount. Um, so yeah, Um Going to that, I mean, I just have to say this real quick. After going through the ridiculousness of trying to explain <laughs> Lilith's skill tree <laughs> and how the different stuff work, it's like, oh, it does more, you know, it does more elemental damage, but it doesn't, but it does. And like ridiculous stuff like this. Yeah. I'm really happy to be talking about Brick's tree like this. It's like, you know, he does the punchies and you give him the stuff to do the more punchies. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we'll get into it, but Mordecai's kind of the same way. Like, pretty much everything in his tree is really straightforward. It's really nice. So. Yeah, yeah, and which is which is so perfect for those for these two characters because it's like Brick, like, like if you taught somebody how to play as Brick, like I'm not if one of the girls had picked Brick to play as, yeah. you know, they'd have been like, all right, so what do I do? I'd be like, man, you're gonna be punching so many things. You know? <laughs> You see that man's over there? Yeah. <laughs> Go punch him in his face. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. And Mordecai's like, you know, you see that man way over there? <laughs> you shoots that man's in the brain. You, so. you shoots that man's in his face. <laughs> so. Right. Exactly. So. Perfect. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, Iron Fist into Heavy Handed. Iron Fist helps you get to Heavy Handed. It's a good, especially for like early game first playthrough. It's super, super helpful. Um. 
so yeah, going from that, um, the other kind of like I did with Lilith, I'm going to I'm going to do this by like the skills that I feel like are super necessary for this build and then go into some other stuff later. So um, going into the next one that I recommend uh, to kind of round out uh, this melee build is Bloodsport. Um, so it's which is that Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. <laughs> it is. So I feel like you could take like any two like, no, I don't know. Like, I feel like you could take, like, any two nouns and put them together, and you could probably get a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie out of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So, but yeah. <laughs> Bloodsport. Kickboxer. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, I guess kick is technically a verb. Yeah. Either way. Um, so, yeah. So, Bloodsport is actually the capstone in this one. It's the tier four in that. So, and we'll get into, like, some of the tier three stuff here in a second and everything. But, so, uh... For every skill point that you put into blood sports, you regenerate 2% of your maximum health when you kill an enemy in berserk mode specifically. I know that sounds like a lot of specifics. It's like, oh, I got to put points into it and then I got to be in berserk and then I got to kill a guy. And it's like, yeah, I understand that. But the ridiculousness of how much that affects and how quickly that can stack is just ridiculous. Because here's the thing. So it caps out at your regular level with 10%. So you put five points into it, you get 10%. So plus 2% every level is two, four, six, eight, ten. Math. Anyway. <laughs> um, Whoa. Um, so you can get an additional four points into it from certain class mods. Uh, so, you know, all the way up to 18%. So, all right. So now you've got uh, not technically nine, a total of nine points into it. Now you're getting 18% of your health back when you kill an enemy. And it's doing this by regening quickly. So um, it's great for survivability because you're, you're already out here killing mans. Why not right. get, why not get your health back while you're doing it? Like, <laughs> you know, so, um, so yeah, this can be increased. I don't know. That doesn't sound like the Torg way. <laughs> it doesn't sound the Torg like way is just kill a man. And if you die, so be it, you know, <laughs> like that. If you, if Not that Brick has anything to do with Torg. I just, that's how I kind of associate him, you know? In my fanfic, they're best friends. <laughs> <laughs> so. I can't unread that either. It makes me sad. Yeah, I know. I'm aware. So, I don't actually have a fanfic. So, but, but I do though. But I don't. You figure it out. You know <laughs> it might be true. Tell you what, if you think I wrote a fanfic and you happen to find one where Torg and Brick are best friends, let me know. I'll tell you if you're right. Hit us up on Twitter. <laughs> Get at me. <laughs> so, um, so the cool thing about that, so 18% when you kill someone. All right, great. Now you're doing a lot of stuff. That's a lot better than 2%. Here's the thing is that you can have multiple stacks of this proccing at once. So you kill a guy, you know, he's pretty low level or whatever. So, you know, you go up, you punch him. He goes down immediately. You punch another guy. He dies immediately. You're stacking these effects. Um, the best way to think of it is... Um, for every additional person that you kill in that, um, you know, in that time, think of it like picking up multiple health vials as you're doing it. So, you know, when you pick up multiple health vials and all of a sudden your health just goes, whoop. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's that same thing, but, uh, you're, you're by, by killing dudes, by killing dudes. Yeah. It's so great. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good guys. So. Yeah, it's it is just ridiculous and it's, you know, one of my favorite builds to do is melee just I mean even right away from the get-go, you know. And 
God, we've been playing Borderlands, the original Borderlands, together for so long. And every time mm-hmm. I every time I play Brick, Drew just like can't help but laugh. Like anytime I go into Berserk and Brick is just like, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and he's just like It's just constant. <laughs> anytime we get into a firefight, it's because it's always like, oh, there's some guys up ahead, and you hear Bloodwing screech and brick grunts, you know, and that's how the battle goes. <laughs> and it's and it just doesn't stop until the ground is covered in dead bodies and loot, as it should be. Perfect. Oh, love it. So, so getting into so those are the main skills that I like to build around for that. Um, those are kind of my those are kind of my big three that I make sure that I always have, just because I want to be doing as much melee damage as possible. Um, you know, so having those things that stacks that is great. And then since I'm going to be up close to guys often, or since I'm going to be up close to enemies often, I want to make sure that I've got that really really good health regeneration. Um, so the uh, the class mods you can kind of take your pick between the skirmisher. Or the Berserker. I know I've kind of gone a little bit more heavily into the Berserker one. I I just prefer it, personally. Um, the Skirmisher is not bad, but I don't... I'm not, I'm not big into Sting Like a Bee or Bash, either one. Um, you know, Bash has a chance to daze your enemies when you melee them. You can stack it up to five times initially and then nine times like anything else. And so you've got a 90% chance to daze on your, your enemies. But me personally, if I'm killing guys, then if I'm killing guys quickly enough, I shouldn't have a reason to daze them. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I can, I could totally understand that. Yeah. You know, and, and sting like a bee is, I don't know it, you know, you, you, you know, you get pulled towards your enemies and everything like that. And like, I, I understand why they put it in there and everything. It just does a couple of weird things. For for instance, when you dash towards someone, it kind of centers you on the enemy, so you don't have as good of a chance of getting that that critical damage as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it is nice to be able to like from a distance, you know, like fly towards someone and and punch them and everything like that. That's cool. Uh, I just feel like there are better uses of it. Now, this doesn't mean that skirmisher is is awful, and we'll get into why here in a second. But for me. You know, you've got the Berserker, so you're doing the melee damage anywhere between 48 plus 48 or plus 90 percent stacked on top of the ridiculous amount of damage you already do. You've got Endless Rage, which is going to help you, um, which is going to increase the duration of it um, anyway. And then you've got Heavy Handed and Bloodsport, which are two skills we've already talked about on there that you're going to be able to increase as well. You've got all that. You've got bullet damage resistance anywhere between zero and 39 percent, which, you know, since you're going to be since you're going to be up close to enemies and stuff like that bullet damage resistance is never a bad thing and you're going to increase your health health potentially up to 56% as well so all these things added together make it nice and the cool thing too is if you're increasing your health by an additional 50% then that's going to be harder for your enemies to kill you yes but your your blood sport skill doesn't care how much total health you can have cuz it doesn't on a percentage basis so, mm-hmm. so it's just going to be able to increase. Um, it's just going to be able to, you know, give you that much more health back anyway. So um, now the thing that's really cool about the skirmisher class, though, is 
And yeah, I know this is going to sound ridiculous, but so it does 60% team me up to 60% melee damage. You've got short fuse. So you're able to go into your berserk quicker. And then you do have sting like a bee and bash, which again, I'm not super fond of, but it does also increase your, your health and you do get uh, a higher resistance to melee damage as well. Now here's the cool thing about this. If you're, running a skirmisher mod, the situation where I would recommend it is if you are playing like maybe in a, in a co-op lobby or a group or something like that, where you've got four other people that are, or three other people that are also playing brick. And then, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then all of you are using a skirmisher mod. So each of you is getting anywhere between plus 28 to plus 60 team melee damage off of each person. See, now that makes sense to me because I was looking at the skirmisher mod and I'm like, I just don't see the the benefit i mean like short fuse sting like a bee and uh, short fuse and sting like a bee are just not super useful like we've covered and then the other options that uh that the that the skirmisher class mod comes with is team melee damage team maximum health and melee and team melee damage resistance all virtually useless <laughs> in my opinion unless you're running like like we're gonna talk later about a uh, about a melee Mordecai build. Yeah. And um, okay, so team team melee damage resistance. Let's just do a quick run through. Who are the melee damage enemies in the game? The melee damage enemies in the game. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you get close enough to some of the human enemy, I mean, some of the human enemies they melee you, and then. Couple of the bosses like Hans and Franz, and then right, right. So like the bosses, Hans and Franz, Sledge, um, the uh, what is it? The crazy psycho raging. Oh you know, yeah, raging the, psycho. The, yeah, the roid rage psycho. Yeah. Yes, that's it. The roid rage. I mean, and I guess um, like regular psychos too, and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. I just. But overall, it is this is a gun based game and you're going to come across more gun, more gun based damage than anything in the game. So the bullet damage resistance in the Berserker class mod is way, way more useful, in my opinion. Yeah. Yep. So, like I said, unless you're running a very specific thing, like I said, obviously the game has been out for, you know, like a decade at this point. So so if you're just having fun with it and if you're like, OK, yeah, let's let's. Everyone, we're just doing all straight melee. No guns allowed, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that would be sick. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you know, so then you can get into some fun stuff like that. But, you know, 99 times out of 100, I'm going to go ahead and use the Berserker mod personally just because of everything it does. So, yep. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, you know, for weapons, um, I love the melee shotguns in this one because the melee shotguns uh, swing faster than any of the other melee weapons. So, oh. yeah. Yeah, super fun. Not to mention... That's so weird. You would think that it would be like repeaters or or revolvers or something. Yeah. No, I think it has... If I remember right, it has something to do with, like, um, you know, the shotguns are the only one... Because the shotguns, they have it on, on the handle, like on the stock of the weapon. So you're just, you know... So you're just doing it right there. So So that never actually leaves the screen, which is different from all the other melee ones, if I remember right. So, hmm. so, okay. Cause it's, cause it's, it's more of like a, like a flicking the stock out. Yeah. You know, hitting them kind of thing as opposed to, yeah, like, <laughs> you know, a big slicey thing that they're doing. Yeah, exactly. So, um, huh, so, okay. Yeah. And, and here's the thing, if you're using melee anyway, 
And if your berserk runs out and if for some reason, you know, you don't want to do melee or if you just need to finish someone off real quick or whatever it is, you know, something like that, um, then you've already got the shotgun right there. Just like shove it up their nose and just, you know, pull the trigger, <laughs> you know. Pull so. the trigger until it goes click. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so. Um, Flawless John Torturo impression right there. Uh, all right, so so throw that shade at me. I don't know who this is. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That's in... Uh, Why can't I think of that movie? <laughs> uh, Predator? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. I'm just I'm just thinking about movies that have lots of dudes with guns. No, it's in, in the it's in the Big Lebowski. Um, they're in the bowling alley, and John Turturro's character, the Jesus, he says, "Oh, that's who that is." He okay. says, "You point a piece at me, I'd snatch it away, shove it up your, you know, pull the trigger until it goes <laughs> click." Nice, fair enough. He's also the butler in Happy in Mr. Deeds. That's one. All right. In one of those, in one of those Adam Sandler late '90s, early 2000s movies. So yeah. anyway, um, so yeah, just you know, run the, you know, run. Like I said, the the many shotguns. I love it. You know, for that reason. And then obviously the new legendary. If if you're playing on the on the uh, the remaster, the sucker punch, because that thing is just stupid. Thing is just dumb. That thing's. Dope. I've been running the <laughs> crap out of that thing. 500% melee damage. I don't even care how much damage it does as a gun at that point. I'll just get one of those things like at the very beginning of the game and just run with it all the way to the end. Cause like, yep. I don't even care if I'm running that thing, who needs to shoot a man's, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So true story. Um, yeah. For shields uh, in this one specifically, normally I don't get into shields much, but I like to run either a Nova style shield because you're already really close. So you might as well do damage when your shield breaks uh, or, mm -hmm. or a health boost shield, you know, like one of the ones like one of the tough guys or anything like that. So that way you can just take more damage. I mean, you're already getting, you know, you're already getting more, more health from your berserker mod. Anyway, why not get more health uh, from your shield as well? Yeah. So, yeah. True story. Anyway, uh, next we're going to go to uh, another one of my favorite builds uh, probably across like any borderlands game is the explosive build, the blast master build. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't know. I just love explosive in, in any of the games. It's just so good and so satisfying. Yeah. I know you can technically get more damage out of other stuff depending on how you build it, but it's just so good, man. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So, it's super satisfying. Like if you have never, if you have never built fastball Axton or fastball, uh, you know, fastball Krieg, do yourself a favor and get that, get on that right now. It'll give you a whole new respect for it. It's good times. So, yep, yep. um, so yeah, yeah, the, uh, the playthrough that I was talking about just a little bit ago yeah. about, uh, about my Axton build. He's uh he's a grenadier explosive type dude right now. Mm -hmm. Um, until I respec him after I get into that, uh, until I max out his, uh, tree, his, uh, tree there. Yeah. He's running like a level, like, what is that? Like a level 11 or something fastball right now. <laughs> at like end just, game, or not like an end game content, but at like end of playthrough content. Yeah, yeah. I was farming the bunker and like taking it down with a rocket launcher and grenades and grenades <laughs> that he hit and fat, level 11 fastballs that I was just hucking at that thing. It was sweet. You going for a sham with the bunker? Yeah. Yeah, good luck yep. with that. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Anything below, anything above... 
an 80 would be good. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway, uh, so yeah. Uh, so starting out in the build for a Blastmaster Brick, uh, we are going to go into Endowed right away. Um, it's a tier one skill. It increases your explosive damage. Straight up, that's what it does. So um, 3%, you know, put five points into it, get up to 15%. Even by putting, even using, um, even using class mods, only getting up to 27%. It doesn't sound like much, but there's kind of a hidden yeah, it thing. It sounds super unimpressive. There's kind of a thing to it, though. And I'll Tell me what that thing is, Jeff. That thing is, it's, uh, it's a thing. So, <laughs> no, <laughs> that thing is specifically, and believe me when I say this, it increases all explosive damage. Literally all explosive damage. Anything you can have. Um, so that includes explosive damage from rockets, grenades, explosive weaponry, rockets from vehicles, and your explosive fists when you have the explosive relic on brick. So it's literally everything. What about barrels? <laughs> that is that is a great question, which I'm not fully prepared to answer at this time. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, you said all things barrels are explodey things. I just wonder. I'm curious. I got to find out now. Yeah, I have no idea. I maybe I don't know. I think it might depend on how you actually do it. But, you know, but yeah, I mean, it's it's just great. You know, it's like, all right, you can literally grab anything explosive and this feeds into it. So, again, mm-hmm. is it a huge percentage? No. But I mean, at the same time, if you were running you know, if you were running any class and it said, hey, you can get an extra, you know, because, you know, explosive RA does a little bit extra damage anyway. And then if and then if you picked up a gun and it was just like, yeah, this adds an extra 15 percent onto it anyway, you'd be like, yeah, sure. Why not? You know, could you imagine getting like I don't even know if this is possible because I haven't looked into it. But could you imagine getting like an explosive? Well, I know that these exist, but like an explosive, like an explosive justice or something like that, the revolver. <laughs> yeah. So you're getting bonus critical hit damage, and then it does explosive damage on top of that. That's just that's just a big man with a little gun in his hand, just wrecking <laughs> stuff. Big man with the little gun. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> I I feel I feel that at some point, because I'm sure that someone in the game, that some one of the one of the guys creating the game must have come up with this, and I feel like they specifically didn't do it because it would have been super broken. I guarantee you that at some point somebody came up with elemental and explosive uh, mashers and was just like, no, we just can't do this. That's just not fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. It's too much. So, um, so yeah, you know, literally anything explosive, you know, go to town with that. It's great. Um, then we go into revenge, which is your tier two talent, um, And um, it increases damage dealt with all weapons for a few seconds after killing an enemy. So this is cool. You know, we haven't gotten into very many like off topic type things with brick yet. It's very, it's been either very, it's been very focused on what he's doing, which is good. I mean, that's what you want in any kind of a build, no matter what character or what you're doing. But, um, with this, it's nice that, um, you know, with this, it's nice that it does it with, uh, you know, all weapons. Uh, it is, it's a lie. It lies uh, <laughs> slightly. This is only one of the of few. Of course, t- it does. This is one of the few times where you know we need to correct it a little bit. So it does it ten percent per point put into it. So up to fifty percent with a maximum of ninety percent 
uh, with a class mod. So awesome. So that's great. You know, you'd be crazy not to pick up something that has that much increase in it. The thing is, is that it does it for specifically bullet damage. So kind of kind of unfortunate because it doesn't actually feed into. I know it's super disappointing, right? Drew's shaking his head at me right now. He's like, he's like, you betrayed me. <laughs> you know what it is? It's like it's like that meme of the dude coming out of the coma and he's like, oh, man, I can't wait to use rocket launchers with this skill. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. Um, nope. But yeah, so it doesn't actually feed into rocket launchers and it doesn't. I don't know why you'd be this guy uh, to this one guy who's running this hit me up on Twitter, but uh, <laughs> you know, it doesn't affect Iridian weaponry either. Uh, but, but like I said to that one guy, that's yeah, I know. Yeah. Drew's laughing at me I now. Just, He's just, ima- you're imagining I, an Iridian brick now, aren't you? <laughs> it's just, Oh, is that more ridiculous than the, than the sniper accident build we talked about in episode one? I think it is. I think, I think it's more ridiculous than sniper accident. But it is right on par with Sniper Gauge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. It's like, oh yeah, man, you play Borderlands. It's like, yeah, I do. Oh, cool. What are you running? I'm running Radiant Brick, and then you just back away slowly. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Be like, all right, well, that's that's got to be a fluke. All right, what do you do? You play Borderlands too? Oh yeah, man, love Borderlands too. What do you play in that Sniper Gauge? Get the hell out! <laughs> I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> yeah, excuse me for a second. Hello, police. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, anyway, oh, so yeah, unfortunately, it does not affect rocket launchers, which sucks. But honestly, for how much damage you're doing for that, for the additional damage you're doing, it's worth it no matter what other weapons you're using, you know, just how much it stacks. That's great. Um, you know, unfortunately, does not buff melee damage as well because... You know, your fists aren't a weapon. Although, technically, <laughs> technically, in the opening cutscene, you know, it says, oh, your favorite weapons, you know, explosive and and his fists. It's like they call his fists a weapon, but they don't classify him as a weapon. Even Krieg's axe is technically a weapon. Yeah, you look in the code <laughs> of Borderlands 2. Got him. It's listed as a it's listed as a bandit as a bandit uh, pistol. Super weird. Yeah, it's a real thing. It's really odd. Yeah, which is great because I run the sheriff's badge on it, which does a buff to pistol speed, so you can actually throw his axes faster. It's so good. (laughs) That's awesome. Oh, man. Anyway, um, yeah, be on the lookout for those builds when we do them. That'll be good times, so... So, but yeah, doesn't doesn't buff his fists, even though technically, like I said, they're called weapons, just saying. (laughs) So... (laughs) um, so and then we um, then we go into Master Blaster from there. Again, that's a tier four skill. So we'll talk about tier three stuff here in a minute. Um, you know, it increases your fire rate with all weapons and causes you to regenerate uh, rockets uh, after killing an enemy. So, um, you know, the fire rate increases are pretty impressive, too. It's 12 percent per point that you put into it. So, so that's a huge difference. I mean, like, like, yeah, just throw a point into it. It's 12%. No, putting five points into it is 60%. Yeah. It's huge. Like, especially if you're imagining, like if you find, if you happen to find one of like the, uh, the really fast firing, um, you know, either submachine guns or, you know, repeaters or even yeah, the support machine guns, yeah, or, uh, you know, or an SMG or yeah. a repeater. Yeah. Any, any of those things that have like, you know, the eight, nine, 10, you know, plus, you know, fire rate on it. And you're, you know, and then you add an additional 60% on top of that. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. So, um, also, what, you know, what Jeff, if you got a skull masher, 
if you got a skull masher. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, just ridiculous. So, um, (laughs) yeah, to that one guy that's running skull masher brick out there, (laughs) hit me up. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, yeah, um, you're also doing the rocket regeneration, um, you know, per minute. So, um, so yeah, up to, you know, up to 10, you know, uh, per minute. So it's, it's pretty good. And that's just on your, uh, that's just on the points that you can put into it. Again, if you get a class mod for it, and then you're doing overall an additional 108% fire rate <laughs> increase <laughs> and, and 18 rockets regenerated per minute, which is just insane. So nice. Um, master blaster is super useful, um, for rocket launchers in addition to other weapons and everything like that. But yeah, it's just, you know, with stacking it on certain things, it can just be ridiculous. Um, so yeah, if, um, so yeah, if you, uh, and this is taken from the wiki here. So if you're using a weapon that has a firing rate of at least 12 master blasters influence guarantees, uh, a high fire rate. Um, so you could use something like uh, the ogre or a Vladoff revolution um, and explosive machine guns like the Ajax spear um, are commonly paired with, uh, you know, the blast master com to go ahead and get that extremely high damage output, just the super high DPS. So, so yeah, nice. so good times on that. Um, that being said, uh, again, there's kind of two things that you can run with this. Um, you need to run the blaster master com, which makes sense. Cause that's kind of how I built this one. Cause it does do, um, cause it does do master blaster and it does also do revenge, both of which I love in this tree. And, uh, you can also run bombardier. The really big difference is just which way you want to go. If you want to stick to specifically launchers, then bombardier all the way launcher reload speed. You've got endowed, you've got rapid reload as well. Um, and then you've also got wide load. So you're really quickly, so you're really quickly uh, firing rockets and uh, reloading just stupid fast. And you've got bigger magazines anyway. Um, and your fire rate is much quicker and everything. And you're regening ammo on top of it. So it's really, really helpful in that regard. Um, you know, uh, in my personal opinion, I prefer to run uh, the actual Blast Master one sp- specifically because... I can use any explosive weaponry and I know I like rocket launchers well enough, but I, I like having some of the other stuff better. I don't know why, but I always kind of gravitate towards the explosive pistols, uh, and explosive, uh, and the explosive, uh, rifles with brick a little bit. Um, you know, and again, so you get the explosive impact damage, you get revenge, master blaster liquidate, which helps you get into berserk. If you need to regen some health that way. And then you get, uh, the increased elemental effect chance up to 42%. And, um, and then, um, you know, that's, it just works really well for that. So, um, and then again, explosive damage anywhere between 28 and 60% buff. So works really well. Well, and not just and the cool thing about about the Blastmaster one is that it's not just explosive damage. Like it's not like explosive. Like okay, if 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 you look at the thing here, it says plus twenty eight to sixty percent explosive impact damage, and then it says uh, zero to forty two percent elemental effect chance, mm-hmm. and uh, it's got that on there twice. Mm-hmm. And that's not just explosive elemental effect chance. That's any elemental effect chance so if you are so if you stumble across a hellfire you know yeah like that's sweet 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, I guess it wouldn't matter with the Hellfire because the Hellfire is guaranteed to do yeah. fire. But I mean, but I, okay, let's. But any other ele- sick elemental weapon, you yeah. know, that'd yeah. be that'd be sweet. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, as far as your weapons and shield go, um, you know, honestly, any any launchers, you know, that are gonna have good stats on them, anything like that, um, you know, and then explosive legendaries um, that I prefer with this. The violence, which is the new one, which, you know, sick. Um, yep. The ogre, you know, always got to have an ogre with that, even though it's kind of a, you know, have fun farming that Ajax ogre, kids. But even though that's <laughs> you know, so. Um, but yeah, and then the uh, and then the hammer, which, you know, the explosive or the. Yeah, um, it's the hammer is not super great for explosive damage but it's it's still pretty decent you know it's not overwhelming but it's it's workable so we'll get into kind of why i like that here in a second uh with the next thing so but yeah you know honestly anything explosive or if you're running rocket launchers then just you know find what has the best stats on it and what you prefer so um so the last one that i have here is for the ogre which is again one of the specific ones from uh, which is one of the specific ones from uh, the Nox DLC. There's not too much to get in here, though. The thing, the thing that I like about it is, to me, it's kind of you can kind of do a mix of both of the previous builds and put it into here in really fun ways. So, um, you know, what it does is it does shotgun fire rate anywhere between forty-five and eighty percent does rapid reload, it does revenge, and it does die hard. And we'll get into die hard here in a second. Um, and then it does shotgun damage buff anywhere between 31 and 42%, and shotgun ammo regen anywhere between 6 and 23%. So we've been over most of these skills already, and this is just the class mod for it. But the cool thing is, is like, running shotgun brick is just crazy fun. You know, so like I said, you run shotgun brick, and then you also have uh, a hammer with it, and you're doing explosive damage, and, um, you know, so you can do that build so you can do explosive damage and have crazy fire rate and crazy damage and you're regening ammo. So you don't have to worry about it. Or if you want to, you can even run, you know, shotgun slash melee build kind of like we talked about earlier. This is just a fun way to kind of go a little bit more into shotguns and the actual weaponry if you want to do it that way. So, mm-hmm. um, it, I don't know. It's, it's just fun. Like I said, it kind of allows you to, to do more. I don't know, do something more open, a little bit less focused, you know, because you can kind of run either of these things the way you want to. Are you going to be as specific in your explosive or melee damage? No, of course not. But it does give you more variety in your gameplay with this. So, you know, and and if you just love shotguns in the game, this is going to be the build for you. It works out really well. Which is a reasonable thing to love in this game, because I really I I really enjoy shotguns in Borderlands 1. Yeah, Um, it's this gives you the option like if you find an explosive shotgun sweet you've got a higher fire rate higher base damage and ammo regen for that if you're doing melee awesome you still got to shoot things every now and then so you find a shotgun that does bonus melee damage and then yeah. slap this class mod on top of it and when you are shooting things you're going to be doing more damage so it's you're getting the best of both worlds oh yeah absolutely so uh some you know some key things to take away as far as what i like um or just general skills that are going to be good no matter what you do. Uh, endless rage increases the duration of berserk by ten percent. It's like okay, well I'm not use I'm I'm doing the explosive builder. I'm doing the ogre build, so I'm not using melee. Great, 
doesn't matter. Use this to get your health back. Go hide behind a rock, hit Berserk. You can use this to get your health back in a pinch. It's great. Yep. Okay. Uh, feeding into that also, like a lot of his middle tree is really good to just have certain parts of to help fill out the rest of whichever build you're doing. Um, you know, hardened, uh, so increases your maximum health by 12% uh, for each stack you put into it. Uh, safeguard increases the strength of your shield by 8%. Juggernaut, killing an enemy gives you plus 10% resistance to all damage for a few seconds. Um, you know, just all these, all these things. Rapid reload obviously increases your reload speed by 4% and reduces recoil with all weapons by 6%. And payback, um, after your shield becomes depleted, you gain 8% damage bonus for 10 seconds. So, um, you know, so, I mean, it's, those are just all great things to have, you know? I mean, any of those are great. I mean, I, are they generic? Yeah, they're generic, but I would love to have these in anyone's skill tree. I don't, I don't care. Like, it'd be great for any character. So, you know. Well, I mean, that's, that's the thing. It's like, with, with every single build that we talk about, there's always going to be some base things that you're going to want regardless you know like if somebody's like just to get way weird and outside of video games for a <laughs> second if somebody was like hey i need to you know make something for dinner and all i've got is you know chicken what do i do be like i don't know get some peppers and onions and and some garlic be like do what with it be like i don't know take your pick you can you turn that into some kind of sauce or something, or you can go you Mexican with it or whatever. Like yeah. there's, there's base things that are just universal, you know? Yeah. So, and, and it's the same with skills in borderlands. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, that's basically the thing is like having something that increases your maximum health, never a bad thing. Having something that increases the strength of your shield, never a bad thing. Having something that gives right. you damage resistance, never a bad thing. Having you, um, Having something that gives you more damage, never a bad thing, you know, and that's what right, all, right. that's what all these things do. You know, having something that helps you reload quicker, never a bad thing. <laughs> like, right, you know. right. The only ones of those that would be bad is like the health and shield ones. If you're playing Krieg in Borderlands 2. <laughs> yeah, that's, ex- that's about it. Exactly. But there's a reason, you know, there's a reason why Krieg does what he does. So right. anyway, why he does what he does, why he does what he does. So, um, but yeah, those are, you know, that's how I prefer to play. Uh, that's how I prefer to play brick. You know, those are my couple of builds they usually stick to. So, um, you know, yeah, it's, it's good times, you know? Um, like I said, if there's anything you change or anything like that, go ahead and hit me up or let me know. But of course we got to have bricks best friend. So, uh, Drew, why don't you go ahead and tell us about how to build a Mordecai? Yes, so Mordecai is my favorite uh, of the Borderlands 1 characters. He's the first one that I ever played as because it just, it's my, it suits my style of luck. I like, I like the whole sniping and uh, accuracy kind of, kind of setup. And then I found out that he's got a badass bird that kills things. And that was, and I actually prefer that build over anything. Um, so we're actually going to start off with, um, with talking about his, with Mordecai's base uh, skill, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, which is Bloodwing. Bloodwing is A, the name of his bird, B, the name of the skill. And, <laughs> <laughs> nice. and uh, Bloodwing is Mordecai's badass pet bird trained in the art of falconry. It's the name of the action skill, which uh, calls upon said bird and sends it flying into battle. Uh, at his base, Bloodwing will attack one target per summoning, 
the skill has a cooldown time of 28 seconds, which is the shortest stock cooldown time for all action skills in the game. Neat. Really, re that's a neat move. Oh, real quick. I'm sorry I have to jump in here because um, someone's going to yell at me if I don't say this real quick. <laughs> but Okay. So going back real quick to the, to, uh, the melee build. Uh, one of the other really quick things about um, uh, the melee build for Brick. If you do want to play the Skirmisher, I can totally understand that because if you buff Short Fuse and if you buff Endless Rage both, you will eventually have a Brick that you can get to the point to where he has a cooldown time of six seconds for his Berserk. Yeah, that's that's pretty nice. I figured I'd go ahead and throw that in because I know there's going to be that one guy that's like, you choose Berserker mods, use a Nancy or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> That's uh, some strong words from our fans out there. Uh, <laughs> Come on, you guys. We're just trying to have some fun. Anyway, sorry. I had to jump in there real quick as long as you were talking about cooldown times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, shortest stock cooldown time for all action skills in the game. It's the only... It is also the only skill that doesn't auto-cancel when you go into Fight for Your Life, which is nice. Super so you can nice, actually yeah. get revived from your action skill. Um, and I have so many times, so, so many times, uh, Bloodwing has a limited range and typically won't attack enemies that are out of Mordecai's sight. Uh, can Bloodwing can also be upgraded to deal elemental damage of all elemental types. And I just, uh, once you've got all the elemental types, frankly, I just kind of swap them out depending on what I'm fighting at the time. So, yeah, if you're fighting guardians, um, you run electric, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, all yeah exactly. <laughs> if you're running the general Nox DLC, you're running acid the entire time. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty. But to be fair, like in general, you could pretty much run corrosive all the time anyways. Yeah. But, but anyways, <laughs> <could>. so <laughs> you could. <but> why? <laughs> anyway. All right. So uh, getting into his skills specifically. Uh, I'm going to run through each of these quickly like I did last time and tell you what they do. Um, again, nice thing about Mordecai is that his skills are a lot more simple compared to the Roland build that we covered uh, in the last episode because the numbers don't lie this time, which is nice because I like that from my numbers. So, um, <laughs> hey, -o. all right. Uh, so. Uh, we're going to start off with the Sniper Tree and Focus. Focus increases accuracy with all weapons by 5% and reduces Sniper Rifle Sway by 10%. All these skills increase by those numbers per skill point invested, so I don't need to tell you that. Yeah. Um, next in the Sniper Tree, Caliber increases damage with Sniper Rifles by 4% per level. Uh, next tier uh, smirk all players on your team including you gain three percent additional experience when you kill an enemy with a critical hit uh, killer killing an enemy increases your damage by eight percent and reload speed by six percent with all guns for a few seconds i don't know why but i'm guessing that a few seconds is i don't know what sounds like a few seconds to you jeff probably mm, seven, seven. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know for sure but that's just my guess uh okay Loaded increases. That's the next tier, tier three. Loaded increases magazine size, uh, magazine capacity with sniper rifles by twenty percent. And carrying call, shooting an enemy with a sniper rifle reduces the cooldown of your blood wing by 0.8 seconds per blah blah blah. Uh, side note: 
Carrion Call pairs nicely with Skull Mashers because each projectile counts towards that. Oh, that's sick. I never knew that. That is awesome. (laughs) Ain't it, though? It's pretty sweet. Uh, Okay, and the capstone for the uh, Sniper Tree is Trespass. Your bullets have a 20% chance to ignore shields. This also increases bullet damage by 1%. And uh, the note on that is it does not count uh, damage over time or elemental damage. Bummer. Bummer. Okay. It's like the rocket launchers all over again. <laughs> I know, Why? Right? Why do you do this to me, Gearbox? Uh, okay, going into the rogue tree. Cool thing here. No notes for any of these. They just do. What do they do? So sick. <laughs> is it bad that that's what we're like? Oh, it's like oh, it does what it says. Oh, that's awesome. Like you know, right? No, I mean putting these together. There's so many things that we found out that like. Like, yeah, it doesn't actually do that. The way it works is it, you know, figures out where Mars is in relation to <laughs> Venus. And then, you know, like some other kind of BS. Right. Uh. So, Rogue, uh, we're going to start off with Swift Strike. This The Rogue Tree is pretty much all about Bloodwing. Um, so, you're going to see a lot of stuff in the Rogue Tree today. Uh, starting off with Swift Strike. Increases Bloodwing's damage by 20% and movement speed by 8% per point invested. Swipe the Bloodwing... Uh, Let's see, Bloodwing causes enemies to drop additional money, ammo, and healing items when it attacks. Uh, I love the little uh, icon there of Bloodwing holding what looks like either a picnic basket or or an Easter basket. Just out there collecting goodies from you because he's your best friend. You know know Um, how I feel about Swipe is like, I feel like Swipe is the Borderlands equivalent, like the Borderlands 1 equivalent of that Brent Rambo gift where the kids just like, you know, like yeah. give the thumbs up and <laughs> yeah, where you thumbs up. Yeah. yeah. It's like, Oh, nice. You know? <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I feel like a lot of people like don't realize how friggin' nice it is. So I'm sure. we're going to talk about it a little bit later. I'm sure we'll get into that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, tier two fast hands increases reload speed by 8% with all weapon types and out for blood. When your blood wing strikes an enemy, you regain 7% health, uh, based on the amount of damage done. Uh, aerial impact. Attacks from your Bloodwing have a 20% chance to daze enemies, reducing their movement speed and accuracy. Wicked sweet for uh, getting your maximum range out of Bloodwing. Throw him out there and then it dazes your enemy and then they're just moving slower and just way easier to hit. Mm, um, nice. Ransack. Killing an enemy increases the amount of loot you get from other enemies killed by... 20% for a few seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, and the capstone, Bird of Prey, increases the number of targets the Bloodwing can attack before returning by one. So, funny thing, Bloodwing will never attack more than, will never attack the uh, same target multiple times in a row. Hmm. So, even if you have five points into Bird of Prey, if there's just one enemy out there, he's going to hit him once. But... If you have two enemies out there, he'll bounce back and forth between the two. Oh, that's sweet. So, so, yeah. so you would hit, so, um, so you could, so it would hit one like twice and then the other one three times. Yes. That's, yep. that's actually really cool. Yeah. It's pretty neat. Nice. So for like, so, so for like something like the, so for like something like the destroyer, it wouldn't be super effective, but if you're mobbing, it would be really effective. Yes. Gotcha. Yes, okay. Quite, quite handy. Um, <clears throat> okay, getting into Deadly, 
or sorry, into the next tree, which is the uh, gunslinger tree. First, we're going to talk about deadly. It's so this is one of the few that is actually not entirely accurate. If you read the description, it says increases critical hit damage six uh, percent. What it actually does is it adds fifteen percent of a weapon's base damage to critical hit damage. Okay, so kind of like the same way that the Lilith skill that does a similar thing works. Yes, yeah. Okay. I mean, the numbers all work out anyways, but they just sure. apparently had to do a roundabout way to get there for whatever reason. Okay, fair so, enough. Uh, let's see. Secondly here, we have the uh, gun crazy. When using pistols, you have an 8% chance to fire two shots with each pull of the trigger instead of just one. Really nice when you're running um, mashers and stuff that have only two rounds in them. Because um, then if you... If you pull the, tr- then you get just more trigger pulls out of it and you're doing more damage. It's mm-hmm. nice. Nice. Let's see. Next, we've got uh, Lethal Strike. Lethal Strike uh, increases melee damage by 10%. Also, every melee attack has a 35% chance to be a Lethal Strike and deal plus 100% damage. All those numbers go up per skill point invested. Ritus Remedy. Killing an enemy gives you a 3% chaotic health regeneration for a few seconds. There's some stuff to that. It's it's actually, I really don't want to get into that. It's just a little too much. So <laughs> look it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Predator decreases the cooldown of your pet Bloodwing by three seconds. Pretty standard. Hair trigger increases fire rate by four percent and uh, magazine size by six percent with pistols only. Okay. Now, but that does count for repeater pistols and revolvers both. Correct. Okay, I just want to make sure. Want to make sure machine that pistols, away. repeaters, revolvers, any pistol. Uh, and lastly, the capstone in the gunslinger tree is reset. Re- sorry, relentless. <laughs> Resentless. <laughs> yeah. Ain't got uh, no resents. <laughs> None. Not a one. <laughs> I like anyway. everybody. Uh, killing an enemy increases your fire rate by five or sorry, by 8%, and gives every bullet fired a 25% chance to be a killer shot, quote-unquote, and deal 20% additional damage. This effect lasts a few seconds. How much is a few seconds? (laughs) Look, I didn't... It doesn't say on the wiki. But we're pretty sure we know what it is. I'm gonna guess seven. (laughs) (laughs) Just, Just throwing a number out there. Seven sounds like a few. Yeah. All right, so uh, before getting into the weapons that I like to run as Mordecai, let's talk first about corrosive damage, which is huge when you're playing as Mordecai. Um, Corrosive damage is uh, excellent when it's in Mordecai's hands. Damage over time is something that can benefit him regardless of build style. After hitting an enemy with corrosive damage, the uh, ensuing shots benefit from a plus 15% damage buff. Nice. For a dude that is using slow shooting, but super powerful weapons, it's really, really nice. Yeah, it sounds um, like it. If you get, uh, you go through the, uh, through the, uh, what are the caves called where you can get the, uh, the acid stuff, the corrosive caves, you know, the, oh, you yeah. the corrosive crystals. Yeah. Fight yep. King um, Wee Wee what, and all that stuff. Yeah, the first uh, yeah, the first one is the Lost Cave, and then the second one is... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. so you get the uh, Corrosive Element, throw that on Bloodwing, and toss him out there. Now all of your shots are doing 
an additional 15% damage buff when uh, they're corroded. So, uh, cool thing also about Mordecai is that when we're talking about weapons, we're only going to talk about two. Because you don't need nothing else. Dope. Uh, so first we're going to talk about sniper rifles. Generally, any sniper rifle would be a solid choice in Mordecai's hands. I prefer gambles. They have a slightly lower accuracy. That's why it's a gamble. But uh-huh. benefit from increased critical hit damage. Uh, at minimum, 200%. Nice. So, yeah, and that, and that can go up to, what, 250%, right? It can. It can. It can go up to 250 Nice. So... Let's say, so I was taking a look at my build that I have. Uh, I have a Mordecai build that's like level uh, 19 or something like that. So I just kind of guessed on some numbers for um, some stuff. Let's say you have a gamble. Let's say you're level like 15, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have a gamble that does like 150 damage, okay? And you've got 250% bonus critical hit damage on it, which is totally reasonable with a gamble. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say you have five points in deadly and caliber. Okay. Mm-hmm. 20% uh, bonus, 20% damage from caliber puts your rifle stock at 180 damage. Okay. Okay. Then you put the five points in to, uh, into deadly. And now you've got a total of 280% critical hit damage. Okay. Now, shooting shooting a bandit in the head is already going to give you a critical hit damage bonus of 150%. Yeah. So you have a total 430% increase for a total of 774 damage out of a level 15 sniper rifle that says it only does 150. And that's at level 15 with no class mods. <laughs> no class mods. That's that's intense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty exciting. Uh, it's more than enough to handle a, a large majority of uh, base enemies with a with just a couple of shots. Nice. Uh, secondly, getting into uh, that's all. That's it for sniper rifles. The only other weapons that I run are revolvers. Um, I know it's kind of tough to find them within the first like five, ten levels, but after that, it's you'll find a couple, and you should be able to stick with them for quite a while. Sure. Uh, what I like for revolvers are uh, are justices and mashers, and I like them for different reasons. Justices are basically handheld sniper rifles. When they've got a when they've got a scope, you should use the hell out of them. Um, it's it's really is like just sniper rifle that you got in your one hand. Um, mashers I like to use uh, in close range having points in deadly gun crazy and hair trigger just getting up up close and personal with them because mashers are nothing if not handheld shotguns mm-hmm. I mean that's that's what it is yeah Mordecai's all about taking a few shots to punch things hard and just get it over with yeah Mordecai so. is kind of the original definition well not maybe the original definition but no, in in my experience with like games like this, he's one of he's one of the first instances of like a glass cannon. It's like, yeah, he he can't take damage very well, but he can he he can definitely dish it out like for sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, and like I said, you're gonna run those weapons regardless of what build you do. Yeah. Um. Just just stick with that unless you find something ridiculous. Uh, something you really should keep an eye on 
and I think I've found one in most every Mordecai build that I've done, is eventually you'll find a Pestilent Defiler. Oh, man. So good. (laughs) For dear life, because it does, it always does corrosive damage, and it's just the perfect weapon for Mordecai to have, because Mm. it's a revolver that does corrosive damage, and you can't get any better than that. Yeah, especially if you get one of the nice ones with the scope on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean... After a while, you can probably sort it out, even if it just has iron sights, but a scope is just a bonus. It's just gravy at that point, you know? Absolutely. So, getting into our builds, first we're going to get into one that I call Bird Brain. This is my favorite way to play Mordecai, actually. It is a, uh, it's a, it's a blood wing based build. Uh, you're going to put five points into Swipe, five into Out for Blood, five into Ransack, five into Bird of Prey. Which... You think like swipe and ransack, you're like, man, that's a lot of stuff. Do you really need all that stuff? Yes. Yes, you need all that stuff. Okay. (laughs) You need everything. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, after you put stuff into those uh, skills, you're going to put five into swift strike and aerial impact. Combining swipe, ransack, bird of prey, and swift strike will have bloodwing killing enemies left and right, and they're all going to drop a ton of loot. Money, ammo, health, None of it is going to be an issue, especially now that we have auto pickup in the remaster. Like you're not going to have to go and like stop and pick stuff up, shoot, throw blood wing out there, start shooting guys from a long ways away, run in, collect some stuff and hide for a little bit if you need to. And just keep hucking that bird out there and getting all that sweet, sweet stuff. Yeah. Uh, and, and even it, and you know, and, and with, you being able to throw them out there so quickly, you know, that's super helpful anyway, right out the gate. So. Yes, yes, exactly. It just, it, it, it's all, it's such a cohesive and easy build to do that it's, that's why it's my favorite. Nice. Um, you're going to want to pair that up with Scavenger and Hunter Clash mo- Class Mods. I prefer Scavenger because it gives you um, extra items per team member. So if you play with, the more people you play with, the better it gets. Um, and then it can buff swipe ransack and out for blood. Um, it can also buff uh, team health region and team rare uh, find rare items. Nice. So that's really really cool. That's I, I think that's the only one that I'm aware of that gives you the only class mod in the game that I'm aware of that gives you that bonus. So nice. Um, so but out of those two, it just kind of depends on which you prefer to do. Um, you can you know if you want to do more damage. Oh, sorry, I didn't even talk about the uh, about the hunter one because I really, like I said, I mainly do <laughs> mainly do scavenger. All right, so hunter is a bonus to bloodwing damage, uh, possibly to scavenge extra items and action cooldown, and then um, will buff the skills aerial impact, swift strike, and out for blood. And I know that I mentioned all those during the build, but I'm telling you, once you once you go into battle and you see the ground just covered in money and ammo, like the, if you if you want money to buy stuff, this is the build you need because nice. I, we've played this before and I, you just don't have to worry about money. Jeff, you remember when you and I and your wife were playing together on PC and I was running this kind of build and there's just stuff everywhere after every single battle. Yeah, it's great. It's super nice. And honestly, if if no one's taking a look at this too, one thing about that's really entertaining about the Bloodwing build, if you've never seen anyone like kill the Rackhive or the Destroyer with the Bloodwing build, 
it's so much fun to watch. It's just like, it's just like you <laughs> yeah. see this teeny tiny little bird and it's just like, eh, and it just like dives in and just takes chunks <laughs> away from these huge bosses. It's so entertaining. Yep. And then there's, and then tons of loot fly out from it. And it's mm-hmm. just great. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's, uh, that's basically it. Like I said, the hunter class mod is more for when you want is when you're looking for Bloodwing to do uh, a lot more damage. The scavenger one is when you want a lot more stuff. I like stuff. Yeah. So give me yeah. stuff. Give me the scavenger class mod all day. And as you're going to find, I say this about pretty much every build kind of use what any, sh- whatever shield you want. I like using uh regenerative health ones. Um, just because again, he's Mordecai is kind of a glass cannon, but I like to take cover as Mordecai, throw the bird out there, get in a few long shots, but yep. it's, it's tough when you are fighting things like, like the roid rage psycho and stuff like that, where there is, there's nowhere to hide. <laughs> so yep all right so this next build i call but not before i split your head like a canoe <laughs> which is in reference to one of my favorite westerns of all time tombstone um he's got a guy at gunpoint and he says your friends may get me in a rush but not before i split your head like a canoe so Perfect. this is clearly the uh clearly the gun-based build for mordecai we're gonna put five points into deadly five into focus five into caliber five and loaded and five into trespass. And the cool thing about that is you're kind of, I know it seems a little weird, but like, so your first 15 points that you're putting in after you put your one into, after you put your requisite one into Bloodwing, are deadly focus and caliber are all tier one skills and all work super, super nicely together. Mm-hmm. Um, then you're going to put uh, five into loaded and five into trespass. And we're going to, kind of skip right over smirk and killer um killer can be handy but i'm just not super crazy about it but uh loaded i really like because i like the uh, magazine capacity buff on sniper rifles yeah. just the the sooner i can kill things without having to reload it is better uh trespass uh is the capstone again Cow. and uh your bullets have a 20 percent chance to ignore shields really great if yeah. uh so 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 do the do the math on that real quick people yeah, five points into it, you get twenty percent every time. You know, yeah. You by the time you're done, it's a hundred percent chance to completely ignore shields. Yeah, um, it's so good. Like you can use that, and and I've used that all the time to go ahead and run in uh, just before the warrior uh, or just before the destroyer, and just take out guardians because you're taking them out so quickly and yes. just buff up a little bit before you actually go in for that last fight. Super handy. Right. Plus, then if you're able to, uh, if you do uh, corrosive, mm-hmm. it's sick. Because then yeah. you're just ignoring those shields and you're doing all that corrosive damage. It's wicked. Yeah. Like if you've got a so. defiler and you're running that, shoots, shoot them once. Turn around, shoot the next one. By the time, you know, by the time you've shot the next one, the one that you shot will be dead from damage over time from the defiler, and you're good. Yep. Yep. So, uh, and that's that's my next note here is get a couple corrosive weapons and just wreck everything. It's a really, really straightforward build. However, you're going to... Now, this... I am going to suggest that you need to get either a large capacity shield or one that does health regen. And pretty much the only class mod that you're going to be looking at with this build, in my opinion, is the Gunslinger mod, unless you are unless you get the Gunfighter one from the General Knox DLC. Uh, the Gunslinger one does uh, additional fire rate, uh, puts points into Deadly and Loaded, and Resentless, which is cool, but... Um, <laughs> Did you just say resentless again? <laughs> Maybe? I don't even know. I'm anymore. pretty sure you did. 
Uh, and then it's going to also give you uh, bonus pistol accuracy and pistol ammo regen. And I know that sounds like, like, man, that just sounds like a pistol build. Kind of, yeah, because pistols are able to hold more ammo and they just benefit from a lot from this class mod. Um, yeah, you could go ahead and take a look at the... Um, let's see. You could also look at the uh, assassin... Uh, class mod which does bonus uh, corrode damage and then has points in can add points to deadly and killer and lethal strike that one's definitely not bad either especially if you have those corrosive weapons but i'm just saying as a general you know as a general rule uh look at the gunslinger one unless you're running uh, a defiler or something like that um let's see Last here, we have what I'm calling Nacho Libre, because <laughs> this is the build that focuses on the Truxican Wrestler class mod, which is that uh, the weird-ass uh, one-off class mod from the General Knox DLC. Yep. And it's a, it's going to make your skinny-ass sniper into a tank melee build. <laughs> Sweet. Oh. You're going to be able to, to trade punches with brick, so that's sweet. Uh, what you're going to want to do is put points into Deadly, Lethal Strike, and Riot as Remedy, which seems super obvious because those are the skills that the Truxican Wrestler class mod can buff, but it's they're good to have anyways. It's it, There's nothing wrong with putting points into Deadly. Uh, lethal Strike I really kind of avoid unless I'm doing a melee-specific build, but there's nothing wrong with it. Um, and then you're going to, after you put points into those three, then I want you to go into your Bloodwing skills because that is going to give you range and it's just going to help with uh, just whittling down your enemy's health, um, especially after you get uh, points into, um, uh, what is that one? Into Birds of Prey so you can uh, have multiple targets and everything. Yeah. That's, that's what I would do, uh, even though I left that one out of my show notes, apparently. Uh, <laughs> anyways... Uh, go into the Blood Wing skills, Predator, Swipe, Out for Blood, Swift Strike, and Birds of Prey. You're still going to use sniper rifles and revolvers because you're still going to want the bonus critical hit damage that those things do. They still hit really, really hard, even if you're not focusing on putting points into those things. Yeah. Um, but just look out for ones that do bonus melee damage. Yeah. Because then you're, you're just getting the best of both worlds, and you're getting a dude that that, if you can't... Well, actually, if you are afraid that you're not going to be able to punch it to death quickly enough, then you can kind of stand back, pop a few shots, and then get in there and hit it with uh, whatever kind of bonus melee damage weapon you've got. Yeah. Uh, early on in the game, uh, look out for the clipper because that has awesome melee buffs, and you can just run around and punch a bunch of skags in the mouth, yeah. which is fun. Yeah. So if you're playing on, so if you're playing, obviously not on the, on the game of the year edition, the Clippers are a great option. Um, you know, and then if you are playing on the, on the game of the year edition, um, you know, you can use the Clipper cause that's a guaranteed thing that you get just from doing the story anyway. And then, um, you know, you can also, but then you can also run the sucker punch that we loved so much for the brick build too. And that's going to be huge yep. in this. So, yep, and, absolutely. <clears throat> And then, uh, again, no surprises here. Also, uh, keep an eye out for corrosive weapons to make use of that 15% bonus because it's not just bullets. You will, uh, if you, because corrosive basically, we mentioned this last time, corrosive basically works like slag. Um, cor you know, just 
I want to say slag an enemy, but like <laughs> acid an enemy, corrode an enemy, yeah. and then start punching them, and you're going to get bonus damage, and you should be able to make short work of things. So that's uh, those are the Mordecai builds. I know last time I kind of talked about, I kind of did like a solo build and a uh, and a team build, and then this crazy ridiculous one. Really, out of the three. I think the Bloodwing build is the best for solo and for team. Because when you're playing as a team, you never have to worry about money. You never have to worry about ammo. It's just great. And those are things that you definitely need as a solo player, too. So, yeah. I mean, you'll be able to eventually... I'm just saying, like, start off with Bloodwing build, see how fun it is. And then if you want to, you know, at some point, th- the other way is how I would build a... Uh, a gun-based Mordecai, and uh, yeah, yeah, that kind of wraps it up. Yeah, so. absolutely. You know, and and one thing like he said about you know the the Bloodwing build is, you know, it's I mean if you are playing with multiple people and you have it set to, you know, hit multiple things, um, you know, it's it's awesome to be able to go ahead and apply like, you know, five different dots to five different enemies, stuff like that. It's just it's just good. You know, it works. So yeah, definitely. So so um so yeah, so that kind of wraps up our two part uh, series on builds and overviews of uh, borderlands one characters, man, I, we put a lot of hours and a lot of research into these. Um, yeah. Let, let us know what you thought. Let us know um, how you'd like to build these characters. Um, yeah. Obvi- obviously again, these are just our own opinions and how we like to play them. You may not like to do any of these things, you know, but this is just what we found, you know, because like we like to say on here, we're, we're just all about having fun, man. This is what we found that just maximizes our own fun personally the most. So, yeah, I mean, if there was only one way, one way to build each each of these characters or even three, it would suck, you know, but there's like that would take away from from some of the excitement and the fun of Borderlands. But the cool thing is that you can do basically anything you want to. If you want to, like, max out critical hit damage on Mordecai and run shotguns sick go for it i've done yeah. it before yep <laughs> absolutely because why not it's just stopping a, you right it's just not my favorite way to play i think that the simplest and most basic and the most enjoyment that i get is from destroying my enemies with a bird absolutely <laughs> so anyways uh so that's gonna wrap up that last but not least we've got our uh continuing series going going gun um this week, <laughs> this week we are going to talk about the Ares. Uh, not a whole lot of uh, not a whole lot of material on it because these episodes have been running long. We just kind of want to keep it short. The Ares is a uh, pearlescent shocky transfusion revolver boy made by the Atlas Corporation. Yeah, so kind of an interesting thing you re- normally don't see. Um, especially, you know, in, in Borderlands one, you don't see too many things that give you health regen that way. Obviously there's the moxie weapons in the second game, but you know, just kind of an interesting thing. So, um, I think part of the reason, you know, you don't see it much is that it's not, it's not super significant. Most of the time your character is going to have some other way to have, um, a better way to get health back. It might be, you know, uh, with your, with the gun build, it might be nice for Mordecai just because he really only other than, um, you know, other than the, uh, actual health files, he really only has the one way to get health back. Um, yeah. You know, so, so it is kind of rough. So this might be helpful, but, uh, 
But yeah, so um, so yeah, maybe not enough to be relied upon upon its own, but if you're stacking it with other things, maybe better that way. So uh, so where do you get that then? Uh, it's got a, so it's only available along with any other pearl essence in the game. Uh, to uh, it's only available in the general Nox DLC and uh, has a chance to drop from badass lance defenders, Cromerax, and uh, crimson lance weapon chests. Uh, so pretty, pre- again, pretty limited there. Uh, one th- note I want to point out, though. So the transfusion, uh, it's actually like transfusion rays almost. And if enemies get in that line, in that path, they can also <laughs> uh, get transfusion from other enemies. Right. So this is one of those ones. It's a very interesting thing, but it's not super useful, I guess, you know. Yeah, there you so go. So it doesn't doesn't do a lot of health regen for you, and it still has a chance to do health regen for your enemies. So it's kind of like, eh, <laughs> you know? Right, right. It's one of those things where it's like, if I if I ever found one in a chest or something, I'd be like, oh, it's a pearlescent. And be like, oh, it's, oh, it's, it's an Aries. <laughs> it's, I mean, that's a neat. <laughs> yeah, huh, neat. And then, it, like, immediately <laughs> sell it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So anyway. So, yeah, but, uh, I think that's going to take us to the end of uh, episode three. Thanks for joining us on a vault hunters guide to the borderlands. Uh, Jeff, you got anything else? Nope. That's it. You know, just, uh, you know, like I said, if you guys have any other uh, suggestions for how you would, uh, for how you would go ahead and play these characters, let us know. Um, you know, there is obviously, you know, we've got our Twitter and we have our, uh, and we have our email as well. So uh, go ahead and let us know. Our uh, Twitter is once again vault uh, at vault hunters pod on Twitter. So that is at V A U L T H U N T E R S P O D uh, at vault hunters pod on Twitter. And then we also uh, have uh, vault hunters guide at gmail.com. So go ahead and hit us up. Let us know. We're, you know, we really want to hear from you guys about, how you would build these characters or some fun builds that you've tried and things that work for you or, you know, let us know about maybe the time you found an Aries and if you did find a specific build for it, or if you just sold it right away, you know, let us know. But uh, yeah, also, um, you know, we're going to see that gameplay event coming up here soon. So uh, we'll keep you guys informed of that. And, you know, we'll go ahead and do the same thing we did with the first gameplay event. We won't share anything with each other to get the first initial reactions. So, but yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, man, sounds good. All right, well, uh, we'll talk to everybody again in two weeks. Uh, Good luck and good drops. All right. Bye, guys. Have fun out in the borderlands. Thanks. Bye.